You're listening to a 3CR podcast created in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au. Amazed at what I am I say what I think That the company stinks Yes, I'm a union man When we meet in the local hall I'll be voting with them all With a hell of a shout It's out, brothers, out And the rise of the company's fall Oh, you don't get me I'm part of the union You don't Good morning, Melbourne. Welcome to the Fire Up program. It's a beautiful Thursday morning. Morning, Billy. Morning, Andy. How are you, mate? Good, Paris. Yeah, morning, Andy. How are you? Simon. Morning, boys. Johnny the Greek. Morning, Andy. Oh, what's happening, boys? Here we are. Oh, oh, yeah, well, something's happening, that's for sure. Go, mate. Well, oh, just just when you think it never ceases to amaze us, he comes out with some sort of backflip like this. Yeah, well, don't kid yourself. No, no, no. As as we and said, there's it's about as trustworthy as a uh, don't know a wolf dressed up in no. uh, sheep uh, in the, as, as your granny. That's, that's right. It. Yeah, a wolf, a wolf dressed up as your nana. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> no, 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 no. Yeah, the nana. Right. When you when you smell her out, the general areas are out. Yeah, there's, um, we're using a bit of uh, power bait. So 
So I'm not going to give away all the secrets, but yeah, yeah. No, I'm going to tell you the colour or the shape or anything some, like some that. Some of the punters out there that want to feed their family, yeah, well, take the well, kids out. Go, and go on, go on, day out, is it? Well, <laughs> Billy, Billy can take you out now. He knows exactly where it is, so he can be the tour guide and, yeah, and, and uh, catch a. So a Chinook salmon or... In a four-hour session, we got 16 Chinook salmon and one big rainbow trout. Yeah, nice Pretty rainbow. Good. Well done, boys. Yeah, well done. Johnny, much appreciated, mate. Yeah, it was a great day. Johnny and Jordy himself for the day. Let's see if we can segue from fish to corona. <laughs> oh, yeah. I've got a, re- a corona report, boys. We had a, a bit of an outbreak down at um, a job in Brighton. I had co-job. Uh, a fellow got... We had the Inkalink bus down there a fortnight ago. A bloke came down from Sydney to do some specialist work. Uh, him and two of his mates, and uh, they got tested on a Tuesday. They left the job on a Wednesday. Uh, five days later, they got the um, report back or the uh, di- diagnosed that one of them had um, tested positive. Um, so ADCO shut the job. The Department of Health came down. Uh, they they, they sanitised the whole job. Uh, they deemed it was uh, sweet to go back to work the next day, uh, which was the Thursday. Our contractors took it upon themselves to go and get all our members tested again, uh, which was good form. Uh, and a lot of the doctors that tested them said, well, if you've been in contact with someone that's had the uh, virus, to take an extra couple of days off until you get your results back. Clearance. The clearance, exactly right. So myself and Billy uh, Ramsey went down and addressed the boys that were left on the job and tried to get them back to work, which was, uh, you know... Bit of a struggle, but you yeah, know, there's the a lot of in itself. the task in itself, yeah. and of course, of course a lot, there's a lot of questions to be asked, and the blokes are a lot of still a lot of anxiety out there when you do get a positive test on the job. Uh, so we got the boys back out to work, and I got a phone call at midday that day saying the bloke had had his second secondary test and they come back negative. So, um, you know, uh, this incoming bus going around doing testing is fantastic, but we are getting some tests coming back that are initially positive and then negative, yep. but at the end of the day, everyone was safe and sound, so that's well, the main thing. Well, I had one in my area too the other week, Simon, in Camberwell out there. Is that the Buxton job? Yeah, well, pretty much it finished. They're just fitting out the, the office space there. There was about 20 blokes on the job. Uh, one of the guys took it upon himself to get himself tested through one of those drive-through um, testers because um, his wife was heavily pregnant. He got a tested positive, um, notified the job straight away on that Friday. All the boys basically uh, went home. The builders directed them to all go home and get tested. They all got tested. So what came out of it, long story short, was basically he had three more tests after that, and they were all negative. And everyone on the job got tested. Even his wife that was pregnant got tested, and everyone was negative. So what there you go. Well, was... Uh, false positive or he had it and then it turned into a negative yeah. and the job same sign you know they disinfected the whole job we went down Inkolink went down as well the bus checked the boys and business as usual it shows the initiative of our members um, yeah. and if they do come across someone that um, possibly has been infected by by the virus um, they go out on their own bat and go get tested make sure they're all, yeah. they're all good I had the same incident down at uh, West End on Troy Thompson's job um, yeah, bloke come in contact with um, someone at a, at a aged care facility. He went out, got tested, come back as a negative, play on. So looks like it's working and we haven't got any um, contraction or um, spread of the virus on site. There's a bit of confusion too with the inkling bus going around. Uh, there's 
blokes are saying, if I get tested, why aren't I having uh, two days off or three days off until I get the results? Well, the fact is, boys, unless you've got symptoms and you've got a sore throat, runny nose, fever, that's when they'll say to you, listen, have some time off until you get results. If you're asymptomatic and showing no no symptoms at all, well, let's just play on, as um, Johnny said, and back to back to work and get get the city up and running. That, that's, that's correct. But as we said, if you are showing symptoms, we prefer you not even to turn up to work anyway. Go get yourself checked. Uh, as I said, a lot of people, I think they've, uh, you know, we've taken up about 2 million uh, flu vaccinations this year, more than this time last year. Yep. So it is showing that everyone is being cautious. We're all erring on the side of caution. But I don't know about you. I've been looking around uh, the jobs in, in my area and I think they're being more streamlined than ever before. They're, they're working more than ever before with the fact that we've given the bosses stagnated breaks, yep. stagnated start times, the uh, efficiency gains the there. Fluency as well. Yeah, yeah, fluency yeah. is phenomenal. That's yeah. why, you know... Been more than flexible. Um, we, we have been more than flexible, and hopefully the bosses don't have short memories come EBA negotiation times to say, well, hang on, in for a penny, in for a pound, we're yep. all in this together, and um, it, well, it's not just a one-way well, street. We've definitely assisted along street. the way, and the boys definitely, have. Mate. Everyone's been accommodating, you know? Speaking of bosses, where's Goober gone? Has he gone to the well, back? Yeah. I'm not too sure where... Well, he's back at 6.59 to close it out. He'll be right, Maybe mate. he's going to shut the, the roller door so there's no more intruders. <laughs> Look, a lot of the, most of the builders out there are doing a, a great job, but um, I have been out in the southeast in the last couple of days um, and some of the smaller builders or the B-grade, C-grade, D-graders uh, uh, dropped the ball a touch. That's why they're a D-grade assignment. That's right. So we've just got to be vigilant and keep, yep. them, uh, keep them on their toes. Yep. Well, we're all in it together, aren't we, in regards to the COVID-19, so we want them to, you know... And it's not only the sheds, and it's also you know, uh, safety around the site. I went to a corplex job yesterday. It was nothing short of a disgrace. There was no emergency lighting through the uh, actual amenities and n not even a, a one emergency light through the buildings. It's about a $60 million job out there in Dandenong. Mm -hmm. uh, there was no stretcher, no first aid facilities were, were minimal, uh, no roof access, no fall protection when you were up on the roof when they were uh, putting uh, an extension ladder up there. So, you know, some of these builders have got to really lift their game. And you know, this goes on and on and on. It does, as, yeah. as you know, out in the south, uh, suburbs, boys, it yep, can be a, be a battle. So I've come across Kane's um, school down in um, Rockbank, actually, and same sort of story with the sheds. They look like they come out of World War Two. But the Peggy out there was um, pretty good. He's been cleaned clean them down, you know, using all the hand sanitizers and, and soap and all that sort of stuff. But the torts weren't up to scratch, so you know what? Get the torts up to scratch, you're gonna have blokes on the job. If you want to increase the numbers, you've got to follow the um the code and, and away we go. So that's right, the policies. So, boys, if there's anyone out there listening and the, you know, the builders aren't doing the right thing, give us a call, ring your organiser, your local organiser, and we'll whip out there and whip the job into shape. That's it, whip the job into shape. Make sure you've got a good safety committee. Yep, someone talking about reps. We've got quite a few reps in there at the moment, and just a contentious issue always is that we've always got to get about three different contractors to uh, all agree to a rep, and sometimes getting three bosses into a room at one time you almost feel like you're, you're in charge of the United Nations. <laughs> but uh, just, a, just a note, roofers are on notice at the moment because a lot of the times the, the roofing package is the last to be let. So it's uh, not even in and about when we are trying to get a rep on the job. But uh, as soon as the roofer touches down on the job, puts their blokes on there or, or their... Uh, their workers, then they go in for a one-fourth share and need to start weighing in yeah. for reps. So they do come into all those the out there, particularly, yep. I think, Barden, 
uh, fails to remember this every now and then, we'll just be reminding you when the roofers are on the job, we want you just to weigh in for the rep. That's right. That's right. I've had, some discussions, I've had some discussions with them, and they're, uh, yeah, they'll be sitting at the table next uh, next time. It's, um, we've got a, a rep to be put on the job. So you're exactly right. Some of the roof contractors get away with murder as far as whacking yeah. in for our subbies. Um, so, yeah. Speaking of roofers, we were down at the uh, Queen Vic Market, those beautiful heritage sheds that were saved by the uh, BLF Green Band back in the 70s. Uh, that looks like they're all going to be refurbished at the moment with new roofs put on. So McCorkle, the contractor out there that actually does a bit of heritage jobs around the city, uh, old churches and stuff like that, are uh, project managing this one. So I went down and had a little chat with the site team and just explained that you stick with your, you know, your, your good roofers, your signal and hobs and your... Uh, you know, your close commercials, bardens, whoever, get a price off them, no troubles. It's a heritage roof saved by union labour, and so we want it to be re-roofed by union labour. We made that point, yep. uh, not just some uh, dodgy brothers from Brayside. But anyhow, we'll keep on <laughs> letting you all know what happens down there, but that'll be a premier job in town just because that, that Queen Vic market is um so watch watch this space there as well queen vic market as well the not to be um mixed up with the development that's happening down there it's sort of a bit of a mixed bucket we've got hamilton marinos doing one stage uh and then we've also got mervac doing the other and then to help matters along it's on the same job site they're sharing the same basement and they've decided to all use different contractors so mm. it's going to be a bit of a um I don't know if we ever saw the uh, the war between the news anchors in Anchorman. It's <laughs> uh, going to be rival networks down there having a war, but that's all right. Yep. We'll, we'll be Eddie and Min in the middle, and when there's confusion, that's where we, we do our best work. That's right. Speaking about heritage buildings, um, there was a old BLF uh, activist and uh, official, Jack Mundo, who passed away, I think it was last week, and they had the... Uh, the green bands up in Sydney to keep the rocks. I don't know if any of you boys have been up to see the rocks, yeah, which is beautiful. a major part of Sydney. They were going to demolish all that and uh, turn into apartments and whatnot. And he actually saved them on his own shoulders along with the, the, the trade unions up there. So we need to take... I was speaking to Longy about it uh, during the week. You know, the union's really got to be proactive in uh, saving some of our, our old pubs and um, landmarks, especially the pubs. Yeah. Um, and new pubs. And new pubs. Um, I'm usually blowing at about 12 o'clock when I'm getting thrown out of them, but... Um... <laughs> <laughs> Nothing's changed there. Nothing's changed there. Uh, yeah, you're yeah, right, bail, bail Jack Mundy. Yeah, you've done a fantastic job, Jack, and uh, Gallagher and the BLF down here followed suit down here, thanks. And we've got the Regent Theatre, which is a fantastic. They were going to bulldoze that at the Queen Vic Market. Yep. There's actually gardens in uh, Ligon Street and Carlton which is still gardens at the moment. They're going to put apartments on them, thanks to the BLF, though. And other buildings as well, they kept them up and running. Welcome back, Anne, too, by the way. Right. Andy, do you want to introduce the track that you have requested at 6.45? 6.45, and, we're coming, and then we've got some uh, community news after that. Correct. And uh, what is it? Fortunate Sun. Fortunate Sun, Cravens, that's it. Throughout the month of June, we'll be asking you, the listener, to support radical community-owned media during our June Station Appeal. We'll be taking donations online to help keep the station going for another year. Like so many community organisations, we're feeling the impact of COVID-19 restrictions, and we know you are too. But independent community media is more important than ever, 
and we hope you can show your support with a donation. The 3CR station appeal starts on Monday, the 1st of June. To donate, go to 3cr.org.au. 3CR, here to stay. Don't have a million dollars and still want to have a good education for your kid? Tune into the Dogs Program. We are the defenders of government schools. 12pm on Saturdays here on 3CR. 855 and AM Dial podcast streaming live on 3cr.org.au and 3CR Digital. We defend government schools because they need it. Hi there, 3CR listeners. This is Shane Howard, the Goanna fella. These are strange and tough times and a lot of people are doing it really hard. But they will pass. Be kind to yourself and others. Buy local and like 3CR, support local businesses and local artists. Don't be afraid to reach out for help if you need it and don't hold back giving it if you can. Thanks to 3CR for being their collective voice.
old Eddie Joyce. He's a uh, river river bloke. He passed away yesterday. Um, been very crooked. He he don't often say, but he he was in a lot of pain, so he might might have eased his suffering. But um, he, he had very hard battle with cancer, and uh, his wife Annie up there in Brunoville. Of where Bruno is, I'm just trying to name that neck of the woods, Kitten, up that way. And uh, we haven't got any details about his funeral, but it'll be a, yeah. be a ripper, I suppose, being a life member. I can't remember going, not going to a uh, general meeting and him sitting up the front, uh, always asking a few questions. And, um, a few different questions, too. Yeah, right, yeah. yeah, he's spot on there, yeah. And before the meeting, having a few uh, cold, cold profies with him and uh, Kitey. Um Yeah, good memories. Yeah, he's a lovely fella, and uh, he, he contributed a lot. He was a delegate. He talks about his Collins Place job, and when every conversation you have, he starts off with that. Must have been the only job he ever worked on. <laughs> well, it would have been because I was there for about 10 years. But uh, no, he'll be sadly missed, Eddie. I'm just reading here, he joined in 1963, the union, so that's, you can imagine the times that he's seen. Yeah. And uh, yeah, he was always a blessing at our at our branch yeah. meetings, uh, up, sitting up the front. I remember when he used to wheel George Crawford in yeah. on the wheelchair, yeah. and they'd all sit there and and you know always we always had time, and everyone was always silent when they spoke. So yeah. magnificent. And uh, I do um, I spoke with Eddie a couple of weeks back before he went into palliative care. I got a message that he wanted to have a chat. And, I rang him up at home and he, he was pretty hard to understand, the poor bugger. I was going to go up and see him, but then this bloody COVID thing mm. came in, so I regrettably I didn't get to see him. But I did speak to him and, you know, he was, he was his normal, cheerful self, asking about the industry, and as he always did. So God bless you, Eddie. Well, we'll be sadly missed, but not forgotten. Absolutely. Rest in peace, mate. Now, for some good news, I was down at Gippsland during the during the week. Now, boys, if you're making deals with employers, I mean, you shouldn't be making any deals at all. We had a company down there, and they're not a bad company, but the foreman's on the job didn't leave, uh, live too far from the actual project, which is well into Gippsland. Uh, he's done a deal with the employer because um, he was working close to home. All of a sudden, we've got half a dozen blokes under the job. Uh, they're entitled to extra travel, as we all know, and extra kilometres. Um, so the employer thought it was fit to um, pay the employers, uh, employees what the uh, what deal the, um, the foreman had made. Well, it turns out it's bitten them in on the ass, and uh, those boys are in for a bit of back pay. So, boys, don't do any deals outside the agreement. Well, you know, it, it, it might be good for you at the time, but it will, uh, it'll end up biting uh, the employer and uh, everyone on the bum. So, the stick to the EBA. Well, they get burned, as I've said quite often. You never do it. That's what happens when you do a deal with the devil, mate, because it always comes back and bites you on the arm. There's repercussions. All right, then, and the reason why we have an agreement is so everybody can uh, price work accordingly. Um, and we don't know, but he might have won that because he didn't allow it on. Find that hard to believe, mate, but anyway. Well, <laughs> yes, well, when we spoke with him, he had no reservations about paying back yeah. pain. Anyway, moving on, moving on. Things are slowly getting back to the normality in the in the area of Paris. Um, a lot of jobs have been ran to the Alimax is slowly filling up. Yeah, they are. They are. Everyone's you know working in together, which is good. And um, no, quite a few jobs are coming out of the ground. We went down to Mickey Lobert's job last week, the Shangri-La, uh, as, as big a job that is. They've still only got eight plumbers on it, 
as you know, normally we come in, we do the groundwork, and then we pretty much disappear for another three months until the, the building can sort of get up to about eight or nine levels, have it all stripped so our, uh, our crews can go in there with their suspended drains and do what they do best. So there are a few jobs around town that are just sort of treading water at the moment. Uh, West Side Stage 2, um, the Vic Uni Tower, another one. Uh, that's been sort of, um, you know, going for about eight months now and we've still only got a few plumbers on it. But as you know, once once it get, gets stripped and there's a decent work area for our crews, we'll be in like Flint. Well, we, we had a quick meeting yesterday with one of our better employers and about uh, some of the jobs he's got coming up, and which is which is good because, I mean, if they've got work, our blokes have got work and that's, that's, right. that's what it's all about. So yeah. that's just not mechanical fire. It's also the sanitary in the roof. So pretty cool. Yeah, there is work coming up. There is, there is. Talking about new jobs coming out, we've got ProBuild at the old Toyota on Elizabeth Street. Yeah, what? Um, Toyota. It's um old, old Toyota? city city Toyota with a Japanese Toyota. car, isn't it? Toyota or what a thing. <laughs> I, actually, I actually think that Johnny was pronouncing it correctly. Yeah, that's how I've always... native tongue. Yeah, that's the way. And that's the way I've been sort of... I'll have a dial in Japan, right? Yeah. work there, so that's the way you pronounce it. That's the way the Japanese So anyway, yeah, so ProBuild's got that. Um, yeah, they're, they're going to get going very shortly. Ridgestone and Alice Air are out there, so they'll, they'll be, Alice will be out there shortly. So yeah. that's going good. Durham at Data Centre, that's that's kicking on with Geskis, Coombs. They've landed an anti-fire, probably um, be there very shortly as well. Got um, got Spud going on the safety walks. He's doing a great job out there on for the spud. time being. Uh, uh, good on your Spud. Spud by nature. Spud by nature. Triple B. <laughs> yeah. Brother Bart's brother. That's the one. So triple B spud, yeah. So it's going, it's going really good. Magnificent. Very good. How's, how's that shoe up in New South Wales? That premier was an unglad as well. It's kind of last night. Yes. Yeah. Morrison. Yeah. Morrison. Yeah. 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 Ye
and he re re and then received the Victoria Cross for his heroics, and it was stopped. I go one and only, Scomo. Yeah, he's got still some form. Well, wasn't too long ago where Tony Rabbit gave gave that Biggie Charlie Biggies the Order of Australia. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, about as youthful as an ashtray on a Harley. Now, speaking about getting back to norm normality, boys, the pubs are going to be open slowly yeah, this Monday, go. so that's something to look forward to. Go to. Simon, that's what we're doing. Oh, mate, okay, all right. I've only got one speed, mate. <laughs> so Ma Monday afternoon will be uh, nice. Hopefully we can get into yeah. a pub and have a, enjoy a cold oh, beer. And say, thank God that we haven't got this program next Thursday. I don't think anybody <laughs> Anyway, hopefully we can get back to some normality next week and have a few cold beers with our workmates and get on with business. Yeah, I just want to have a bit of a shout-out to uh, Young Willow down at the... Uh, with Complete Plumbing. Finished young up. Willow. Oh, not Young I'll call him Young. He's younger than me, Ann, so I'll go Young. All right? Anyhow, Willow, bit of a shout-out. Thanks for the job you've done out there. Done a real good job as a delegate down at 601 St Kilda Road yeah, on the yeah, Icon. Good on you, Willow. So, and we'll have something in the pipeline for you in the future, mate. So, done a really good job. Thanks, Willow. Appreciate it. Anyway, it's almost time to wrap up, mate. It is almost time to wrap up. You haven't got any other fishing reports, do we? No, not yet, mate. Maybe next week, because I'm uh, having a week off annual leave, mate, so... Oh, you let us know. There we go, right? Send us a photo in. Plenty of photos, Please. right? Plenty of photos. Or even better, how's about you bring something in for the uh, other oh, definitely. They're all going definitely. Hungry. If I get something, definitely. Now the pressure's on. Get a bit of toast and smoked salmon or something. <laughs> I still can't work out how you go fishing for flies, Billy. <laughs> I wonder how you get the face. Get a knocky on the face, Simon. That's, that, that's coming to the end of the show. Uh, Do it again. It is. Good luck and stay safe out there, and uh, we'll see you in a fortnight's time. Adios. Thank you, fellas. All right, Bill. Thanks again. You've been listening to a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au.